ho, ho. Wrong holiday. Ro- oh, no. <laughs> no, just roll with it. I promise. It's Christmas season. I, the second Halloween is over, so. Apparently. <laughs> apparently. Sorry. What were I Oh, we're doing an episode. You said ho, ho, ho. That's literally all we had. <laughs> I was just addressing you how I do. Move along. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the We Don't Watch Everything podcast, Thanksgiving edition. Whoosh, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Those are Thanksgiving sounds. Yeah, just general <laughs> awesomeness, right? Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. I, lo- I love Thanksgiving. I'm so pumped. Love me some Thanksgiving. We're glad you decided to join us on your Thanksgiving for this episode of our podcast. What Thanksgiving's on a Thursday, right? It's the spirit of Thanksgiving. Are we? Oh, let's just release this episode on Thanksgiving. We could. Yeah, let's do it. Spoiler alert: It is not Thanksgiving Oops. where we are right now. <laughs> Hopefully, we make it to Thanksgiving. But the season is upon us. We are thankful. We are thankful for all of you that listen. We are thankful for movies and television and weird, silent foreign films that are over two hours long. We're thankful for all of it. Glad you came around on that one. It makes me makes me makes my heart warm. But all of those considered, I'm more thankful for my co-host here, Ben Jones. That's Ben oh. over there. Say hi, Ben. Hey, and I'm I, thankful for you too. Oh, thanks. My name's Phil. I just I had to say that and, because you said it first. Ugh, shut up. We're doing a special bonus episode of the We Don't Watch Everything podcast. What are you watching? What are you thankful for? We're doing a what are you thankful for episode. Not anything about our normal lives. Ben and I are going to just quick go through three things that we are thankful we watched this year. Mm-hmm. This is very wide open. This isn't our three favorite things necessarily um and mine pretty much are. it's it's there's some overlap there but um mine was maybe a little more philosophical oh no but, um anything i recommended we'll, we'll see okay <laughs> maybe right. nothing you recommended probably maybe the things that give you nightmares finding nemo <laughs> walked well, right into that one didn't i <laughs> put it on a t okay do we want to alternate with these or well i think one of ours is the same isn't mm-hmm. it? do you want to just start with that Three, two, one. The Wilds. <laughs> Was that this year? <laughs> I watched, well, it depends. It, it was did, within the last year. Oh, okay. It was technically that, okay. a late 2020 thing. Okay, after last Thanksgiving, though, yes. so it counts. The Wilds was not on my list, though. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> what is the first thing on your list? Ben, third most thing you are, <laughs> third thing, how do you say that? The thing you are third most thankful that you watched. Well, this I year. didn't really put these in any order in particular, but if we're gonna start, what with, do you want to talk about first? Then let's just get Cobra Kai. Cobra out of the Kai. Way. Ben and I both are thankful that we watched Cobra Kai over the last calendar year. How many times total? Well, I am only on my second time through it right okay. now. I watched the first season in like less than twenty-four hours. That's honestly easy to do, and yeah, because they're like a half hour to forty minutes. But still, like that was way faster than I watched it originally. And um, now you know that anytime you want, you can just knock out Cobra Kai season one easily yeah. in a day, no problem. Like like four days, and I'm like into the third season. Um, but if you've listened to any other episode of th- this podcast, you know how big of fans we are of Cobra Kai. 
literally just like randomly choose an episode and we'll probably talk about it. 60% chance Cobra Kai comes up. But this stems back to our love for Karate Kid and this takes everything we love about Karate Kid, modernizes it and makes it even better. So much better. And it's heartfelt. It's hilarious. It's true to the source material. Yes. But without just being the source material. Yeah. By taking the characters and letting them go even farther. Honestly, feels like an HBO show. <laughs> That's how high quality this is. I bet the other two you have are HBOs, but Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean we're we're both thankful for Cobra Kai because um it's a great show, but it's something that we both have an equal passion for and equal love for. It makes hosting a podcast easy. Mm-hmm. When you're just all in on the same things. And I don't know about you, but I think this is this may be the best thing I watched in the past year. Um, How do you mean by best, I guess? Maybe most important. Um, just with how it ties into how I really got back into the Karate Kid franchise. But like this is like arguably my favorite part of that franchise. I'm not going to disagree with that. Um, which is interesting considering how old and classic like the original movie is. It's an, it's an 80s movie. And this remake from like 2018 through 2022 is like as good or better. And like it's, it's really uncanny. No matter how old people are too. Like I've talked to people in their 60s. Like if they were a big fan of Karate Kid, they like Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. Like if you were a fan of Karate Kid when you were a kid, because like when it came out, like you like Cobra Kai now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like it's so good. But yeah. 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 I think it's my I think it's the thing I enjoy the most to watch. Like I could just rewatch Cobra Kai. Oh, so anytime. rewatchable. I just put it on sometimes. You you pick up on stuff when you go you go through again and it zips by. There's no dull moments. They cut out all the fat. Um I hope they do a dozen seasons. They, they, I hope they just never stop. Like it just keeps going. Forever. That's and fine with me. Some some breakout performances. You have the the old characters reprising their roles. It's a it's a very very skillful mix of the old and the new. What if they do like four like five to seven seasons and then take like a thirty year break and then do a Cobra Kai esque version of, <laughs> of their the original Ralph source material. Ralph Macchio and Lynn Zabka are like a hundred years old. No, this is straight Miguel and Robbie. Like it's just the same thing, but with and those then they two. just keep doing it over. It's just a cycle. <laughs> just as a cycle, just working towards all to valley keep, championships. They have to keep re-explaining the story to each new generation yep. of viewers. They're like, hey, there was this show that was really popular thirty-five years ago called Cobra Kai. Which is based on this old thing that you, that was called a movie. You might not get it, but your dads are gonna love it. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have grandparents who are 110, then they'll remember <laughs> the original original. Oh, this is a dystopian nightmare. <laughs> not a bad way to put it. But yeah, we love Cobra Kai. I think we're both equally thankful for it. That is the gravy and the stuffing on my Thanksgiving table. Two best parts of the turkey. <laughs> Not even the turkey. I mean, turkey's fine. It's more of a vehicle for the right. stuffing and well, the I gravy. didn't prepare uh, Thanksgiving food analogies, but... I, that was on the email. <laughs> that being said, I think I think we'll move on. And you want to go next? What's, sure. What's the next thing that you were thankful that you watched this year? Okay. I am sorry to keep talking about it, and it might be recency bias, but... 
The thing I am second most thankful for is HBO's Succession. Hmm. Didn't see that one coming. I'm very thankful that I got into this show, but not just because I think it's a really great show. I, the last, I guess we have had very few experiences in our life in the age of streaming where we get to watch a show an episode at a time. Very true. Like a week, as a week goes by. Mm -hmm. And I am very thankful that I got on Succession quick enough to be caught up for season three. So season three is coming out right now. Or like five episodes into it. Six at this point. Um, I just, I really enjoy the whole, oh yeah, like it's Sunday night. Succession comes out. I probably watch Sunday night football so I can watch my fantasy football team lose, but then I need to catch up on it on Monday, you know? Right. And like, I listen to two podcasts that like break down succession literally the night of, cause they're in the press and they have, they get to watch it early. So they have episodes to release mm-hmm. right away. It's just like, I feel like I'm a part of a conversation, you know, like it's, it's fun. You know, it's, it's, I haven't like the only experiences in my life, up until then are Star Wars related. Sure. It was yeah, yeah, in yeah. elementary school and junior high with you, like talking about the Clone Wars, the Clone Wars, and then the, uh, the, Mandalorian. the Mandalorian. Yeah. Like those are the only experiences. Really. I guess Loki a little bit, but it's coming back, I guess. Sm- yeah, smart move by Disney plus, um, budgeting out and scheduling shows like one episode at a time. So I guess Loki would also be a contender for this spot because it's more the, like feeling the week by week like go of it. I'm right. just really enjoying that process again. Mm-hmm. I, I really am appreciating it. Delayed gratification, as sure. one might say. Gotcha. And it's really funny. You mentioned once or twice. It's such a good <laughs> show, Ben. You'll get me onto it eventually, but I mean just I, I know that you don't hype up shows like for no reason. Like, if you're pushing something, I know from experience by now, if you're pushing something, you genuinely love it and you genuinely think someone else would enjoy it. Sure. You're not, you don't overreact to things. So I trust you on this and I will get to it at some point. So can I give you a little tidbit about the show? Please do. So the actors, it's basically continuous scenes of throwing different, really well-developed characters into different styles of rooms. And essentially each actor like kind of knows the direction of the scene. And for the most part, they know their lines, but they have a lot of freedom to like do a lot of things. And there's no set direction that the cameras are going to be moving. It's very Mm -hmm. random and the camera could be filming anyone at any time. So in these long scenes where there's lots of conversation going, like the camera could just randomly pan over to Kieran Culkin who's just randomly pacing in panic in the back of the room and like they're just always in character and they're always amazing like it's so like I just love that part of it it's so great very interesting that's some spontaneity to yeah it, no? but like it's an HBO the characters are so well developed like it must be so easy to write them at this point because it's like you know like this is just a person that you know yeah. how they would react. You're not having to create anything new. Like they just kind of write themselves. Like when Kieran Culkin's character randomly gets on the phone with the president, like you know how he's going to like panic about it, you know? Mm-hmm. But he's going to still be like funny and charming at the same time. Like it's it's great. Well, that's a ringing endorsement if I've ever heard one. Ding ding. 
And that is a Apollo Creed impression if you've ever heard one. Ding, ding. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Rocky's not on the list today, I take it. Rocky's not on the list. But what is on the list? Yeah, what's your second thing? You're rubbing off on me again. <gasps> we have... I, I would never have guessed I would... If you asked me a year ago what would be on this list, I would never have guessed this. But Full Metal Alchemist yes! Brotherhood made the cut. Yeah, Not saying it was one of the top three things I watched. It's maybe in that discussion. But just for more what it represents with me stepping out on someone else's recommendation and trying something I would never, never, had before. never have tried, never would consider trying. And the reward and the payoff was just like beyond my wildest imagination. Um, this show is so good and grew on me so much and all while having to get familiar with anime and like what it's all about, not knowing anything about how all of this works and yet still being able to pick up on like the universal appeal of storytelling and um, the stuff that's, it just cuts across all cultures of um, you know, your characters, your, your universe building, um, building tension and, just keeping you roped in. It's something that's really hard to explain. And I think that you just have to discover it for yourself. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that you steadily persisted and made me watch anime at some point. I don't know how much deeper I'll get, but I'm glad I at least dipped my toe in. You're going to make me tear up, man. That was really beautiful. Well said. I fought the urge to do an anime for one of these three so strongly. <laughs> So now I might just do it. <laughs> He's going to throw something else out. I'll do an honorable mention afterwards. An, you're going to throw an HBO show out? No. Out of the <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I would never. Yeah, and I think um, you stressed to me that Full Metal was a great place to start as like your first anime. Great starting spot. Very easy for Western audiences to get behind because like the sense of humor that's kind of exaggerated and... Japanese stuff is is a little more toned down in Full Metal. Mm -hmm. It's not all that much, um, and it's got a really good English dub, so you don't have to watch it in Japanese. You know, yeah. Some English dubs are just so bad that I have to watch them in Japanese. But I'm not like one of those guys. It's like just if you, if being you, a purist. If you watch anime in English, you're a loser. It's like you're. Some people would say if you watch anime at all, you're a loser. So well, know. that's not us though. It's not us. <laughs> Um, it definitely wasn't, it didn't like grab me right away. You It takes a little bit. You definitely have to let it grow on you. I um, mean, that's even just a full metal thing in general though. Like, that's, yeah. like it's a little slow at the start, but boy, does it pick up. Mm. This, um, I think I, t I texted you this on like the second or third to last episode, the, the big climax, um, like the big final battle. I'm like, that made me want to run through a brick wall. Well, I think it's time for your third entry. <laughs> okay. So what is your third entry? We waited so long, and the payoff was so good. I had to pick Dune for one of my three. Should have seen that coming. Did you not pick it for your third? I didn't, no. Okay, good. I it, like I said, we just it was something I waited for for a really long time, and I couldn't have been happier with how it played out 
I'm so excited for the second part. That's we already did an episode on it. But mm-hmm. We well, not really, but like it's amazing. Like we were talking about with Red Notice last week, just movie stars for days, and it works. Yeah, that's all I got to say. Yeah, I I didn't know anything about Dune, and I was really impressed when I watched it. Like I had no hype going into it. Um, just cause I didn't know anything about the source material or whatever. Just the fact that you said it like paid off so much, like that's enough for me. Like, yeah, that's impressive. Hmm. It was worth the wait. Yeah. It's good to know that big movies are still a thing. Like in this age of post Marvel, like initial wave kind of thing. Yeah. Like, like this big mountain-sized project that everyone's involved in can still pay off. That's that's encouraging. I love movies. So go see Dune. Ben, what was your th- third and final thing that you were most thankful that you watched this year? Well, that was a good segue because um, mine is also a movie, and <gasps> I wanted to talk about it. You promised not to do Attack the Block, Ben. It's not Attack the Block. <laughs> it should It should have been Attack the Block, but it's not. Um, I wanted to bring this up because it kind of rekindled a love for movies for me. <gasps> and it was Parasite. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, duh. I should have guessed this. And You love this, I, it's, this It's not like this came out this year. It's a couple years old at this point. Um, and it's not like some secret, like it was a Best Picture winner. And it's fairly well known. But I watched it for the first time this year. And I had honestly kind of hit a phase where I was so much more into like shows and streaming and kind of had lost that love for just enjoying a movie. And um, Parasite like reignited all that for me. Um, Not that like there's really many movies that can come close to Parasite because it's so well done and so well made. And it's just a, it's a classic in every sense, but um, watching that maybe be like, I want to go start watching more movies now. And I think it's a little film buff. Yeah, it took it took a special kind of movie to do that. That movie certainly is special. Mm. Not not that anything I watched could compare to it, but mm. it was like I want I need more of this. Look at you, Ben. A TV show about karate, a Japanese cartoon, and a Korean movie. I'm <laughs> sensing a pattern here. If we're gonna make a worldly man out of you yet. You're assuming I wasn't one to begin with. Oh, I'm not assuming. I know. <laughs> I've known you for a long time. <laughs> we are so tired. <laughs> We've been recording. We've been for, recording nonstop for, for like, like two th- hours. Two and a half hours now. <laughs> this is what you get. It's us that are. This is. Ha! Take that. You listen to another episode of the We Don't Watch Everything podcast. We're very. Very thankful that you did that, as we are thankful for the shows and movies, which I, I guess I'm closing the episode out. <laughs> just, hey, I don't know what else there is to say. I think, I think we hit it all. Um, I'm, I'm thankful for, I'm thankful for uh, this show where we get to talk about these things, and I'm thankful for these three movies and shows in particular because they're special in their own ways. And I can't say that about everything that I've watched, but I can about these. Yeah. I think everything I watch is special to a degree because to some degree the 
process of making a TV show or a movie is very magical to me. Sure. And I cherish that. And I cherish that people get to do it. Mm-hmm. So basically what I'm saying is I needed the last word to make myself feel like a better person than you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the We Don't Watch Everything podcast. The very special Thanksgiving bonus episode. Find us on Twitter at We Did Not Watch It and DM us or tweet at us what you were most thankful to watch this year. Bye. Bye.